Crew and welcome back. What promises to be another cracking episode of Cam and George Brown Dog? How is ya? Good morning, Big Jugs, and good morning to our two guests today. We're lucky enough to be joined by Riley Kingsley. How you doing, Riley? I'm good, boys. How are you? Yeah, well, thank you, mate. And of course, Oscar Mayer. Oscar, how's things? Yeah, not bad. Boys, excited for today? Very, very. Yeah. What are you looking forward to most about delving into Summit Series chat? Bringing up the good memories. Mm. Remembering it all. It's been a while since it stopped, so it'd be good to um, remember back to the good times. So, Riley, I might ask you to answer this question. Um, just so the listeners have a little bit of an idea on our relationship, sort of as a four or individually, how do we sort of know each other and what's the background? Um, so, with Jordan, I met Jordan first or after Oscar, but Jordan through one on one coaching and then he made the Rise Cricket Academy. Through there, Jugs got involved, and I met Jugs <laughs> along the way, and um, and now we're here. We started the Summit Series, started my peak, um, and excited for what the future holds. Absolutely, um, Oscar. What about you, mate? What's your sort of relationship with us? Uh, me and Jordy, I've been doing one on ones for almost two years now, around, and yeah, I met him through uh, the Rice Cricket Academy. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, fond memories about Rice Cricket Academy. Yeah. Mm. Um, I suppose, boys, you've probably listened to a couple of episodes of the of the um, podcast before. Uh, Cam, do you want to run the boys through their health sectors and see where they're ranking yeah, there? Yeah, we'll delve straight into it. So, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, which sort of get, you don't have to rank them, but maybe just something that you're prioritising at the moment, um, whether that's in school, school holidays. It's not school holidays anymore, is it? No, just after school holidays, isn't it? You guys are going to go back to school soon. We'll be out school in a week, so just sort of run through that. You don't have to talk about all of them, but maybe some of the things that you're prioritising at the moment. Me coming, well, for me coming into cricket season, um, the mental side is something I prepare a lot for. Mm. Um, it hasn't always been a focus, and I feel like that's where my struggle has been the past couple of seasons. Um, I've always enjoyed the physical side of cricket, um, getting in the gym, going to the nets, or that type of stuff. I've always enjoyed that. And having that emotional connection to cricket too, um, being very passionate for a sport that I love to play, mm. is something else, um, is a reason why I continue to play cricket. Yeah, that's really good, Riley. What about you, Oscar? Um, at the moment, mine's probably mental as well, because uh, I think towards the end of last season, I kind of burned out a bit, because I was probably thinking too much about my game. Oh, I'd like to actually touch on that, right? What do you mean thinking too much about your game? Like, obviously, there's a lot of times in cricket where you've got to think and you've got to be sort of ahead of the game. Or what do you mean, like, you were overthinking your game? Oh, I think it was mainly in training, um, you know, for selectors, coaches, and, you know, my teammates in the game. 
kind of put too much pressure on myself, I think, and mentally I kind of, towards the end of the season, got a bit tired. Mm, yeah, for sure. And I suppose you boys would have been really interested to hear what Mitchie had to say around that mental and emotional stuff, and we'll probably delve into that as the podcast goes. But from your experience, could you tell us sort of like what the Summit Series is? Obviously, like, we sort of sit on the other side to you guys, you know, as a, as a customer or a listener, what do you sort of take the Summit Series as? And the presenters and the topics, you know, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I think it's a, you know, it's good access to kids of all ages um, to, you know, knowing that cricket's more than just a sport, more than just going out there bowling and batting. Mm. Riley? Um, the Summit Series was a really good way to connect with other cricket lovers during quarantine. So especially when it got to that point where we couldn't see other people for a while, when it was at its worst, but we could still have that hour session um, Tuesday and Thursday nights where we could talk and think about cricket for an hour. Mm. I felt like it was really beneficial, sort of kept people happy throughout the quarantine. Mm. And it's also, yeah, it provides that um, insight into the next level of cricket and what you have to be like to get there. Mm. Well said. What do you reckon, Josh, Geordie and I had a lot of sort of expectations coming into the Summit Series. What were you guys sort of expecting, sort of sitting down night one, Tuesday night, week one of the Summit Series? What was going through your boys' heads? Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't too sure, but um, I wasn't expecting them to be as interactive as they were, you know, and good with all ages, and they really took on the questions and made it really clear. Yeah. What about you, Oscar? Like, there was an episode where you sort of had a chat with Mitchy for, like, 20 minutes yeah. um, about your mental and emotional skills. How did you find that, like, direct access to one of the best mental and emotional coaches um, in the sporting realm? Oh, well, it's kind of a wake-up call for myself, like, to really um, fix myself and the way I go about things. It was about um, how I can deal with high-pressure moments, mm. and he just broke it down for me really well and why I play and it's not for coaches or selectors um, it impacted me high at the time and it was just about playing for myself and why I started playing cricket yeah that's really good there Oscar what about you Riley um, I didn't really have any expectations coming into the summer series because it was something new um, something I've never done before so I was more or less excited to be a part of something like that it's the first time in my life and yeah, it was it was good. I mean, I, I didn't expect anything coming into it, but it was very yeah, interactive. Um, the different presenters also made uh, the variety, like it was nice. That was good. Yeah, I suppose then the next question is for you guys, did it sort of, I said, you said Riley that you didn't really have any expectations, but did it sort of exceed the level of quality or information that you thought you'd be provided? For sure, uh, it definitely. I thought there might have been a basic level because it was the first time you guys had done something like that too. But the knowledge that I gained from the Summit Series was something that I never thought I'd get for a few years until I made it even into the New South Wales system. Mm. So to get something like that at this age and the level of cricket I'm playing, I feel like has put me in a spot to become a better cricketer a lot earlier. Mm. Mm, well said. I think that's exactly the stuff that you guys are consuming at the moment, the stuff that Geordie and I probably got taught when we were 19 if not a little bit older so you guys even if it doesn't all get absorbed in to have access to it and you might refer back to it when you're 19 but when you do you'll have a much better base and a much better knowledge of the stuff we're talking about than what Geordie and I had yeah at the time. yeah I think you, know, you guys have obviously had a 
a, a seed planted and whether you um, jump on board with all of it now or you know it's sort of a, a slow growth thing um, the fact that you've actually got access to th this information is something that obviously we, we were passionate about giving you guys because we didn't have it um, so yeah no that they're really really good answers um, I suppose is there something that we spoke about on the summit series that you probably never thought that you'd delve into that's maybe a part of your weekly or daily practices now um, for me, it's preparation into cricket. Uh, you know, I I didn't prepare that well last year. You know, I went to bed at all right time, and you know, I didn't drink as much water as I could have. But I think this year, for me, I think the better I prepare, the better I'll play because I think I the 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 sometimes I didn't play too well because of my preparation. Well, well, my question to you would be: Can you take us through maybe like a, a Saturday night last year? You preparing for for rep cricket per se, which was probably your biggest cricket last year, yeah. and then how you're going to change that? You know, Friday night this year before before a grade game on Saturday. Um. Well, I'd probably like to drink a lot more water. Um. Get a good amount of sleep. Mm. Going to bed earlier than normal and just being really organised and up for so. Just get up, get my gear and go. Yeah, and that's probably a challenge for you, right? Like yeah. if there's one thing that you might lack a little bit is maybe some organisation. Yeah. You know, running out of the house with one shoe on or yeah, getting definitely. your clothes out of the washing machine, they're not dry kind of thing. So what you know, what sort of things are you going to put into place to make sure that those things happen? Oh, just, you know, making sure my kit's packed the night before. You know, yeah. I've got my snacks for, you know, uh, drinks break and having my variety of drinks with electrolytes and stuff. What do you think that'll allow you to do to have all that stuff prepared? I'll just have a lot more relaxing morning. Yeah, absolutely. Rolf? Um, the mental side. So like last year for me, I never really focused on the mental side of cricket before. Um, it had never been something that I've considered important. And I could probably blame that. That could probably be a reason that I became more mentally fatigued coming into the last few games of the season. Sure. So all of the breathing, all of that thinking, that kind of stuff, um, I would definitely be adding that into my cricket and even into my like life just to make life better for me. Mm. What was your favourite breathing technique that Mitchie took us through? It was the one where you, as you breathed in, you thought about a positive moment in your mm. life. Mm. And then as you exhaled, you exhaled and then you did it again. Yeah. Just slowing down your breathing, getting the heart rate nice and low and thinking about that positive moment and drawing back to that good time in your life. Do you boys want to share, you don't have to, but that moment that you thought of, like that positive moment and, and why that's sort of the moment you chose? Well, for me, it was definitely that first 100 I got in my club, in club cricket, um, with my dad and stuff watching and knowing that he was really happy. Mm. Like that definitely was one of my biggest moments in cricket, like one of my happiest. Mm. Um, yeah, drawing back on that and just feeling like everything was good, had a good day, stuff like that. Um, yeah, really helped that breathing. Um, for me, it was probably my grade debut. I didn't play necessarily well, but I just trained hard all year for it. And I didn't, yeah, just walking onto the field, I felt better about myself. Mm. Right. Did you have one big jugs? I'd be interested to know. Yeah, put me on the spot, but my one... Is similar to Riley's one. The best moment I felt was be my highest scoring grade cricket, um, which was what three seasons ago now, I think. Or the year you won the Belvedere. Yeah, it was. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that year probably has two or three moments in it that I would refer back to straight away. Yeah. 
What about you, Brandel? Yeah, I used two moments. Mine, obviously, like the rest of us, was cricket-based when I... Um, I think I was only 17 at the time. I actually got pushed up a grade the night before. I was meant to be playing third grade, and I went up and played second grade, batted eight, scored 100 um, at Glen McGrath Oval. Great oh, place to bat. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then and then woke up the next morning and took Fifa, so that was a really good... Um, In PGs? Yeah, really good weekend for me, but I also um, go back to the moment that I proposed to Talia on top of Hamilton Island. That was a really good moment for me. Lots of good emotions there. Mm. Nice. I'll jump in there. Um, boys, obviously the Summit Series, we talk about a few different topics. It's like we do the physical stuff with Dino, we do the mental, emotional stuff with Mitchie, uh, Ash come on and did some dietitian work, and then obviously us boys took some cricket-based sessions. What was that like for you boys absorbing all those different... I suppose topics of content and as it sort of changed how you think about you touched on it already Riley about how you approach your cricket well, I think it helped me be a bit more self-aware mm. on the way I go about cricket yeah wow great answer what does that mean like is that just some of the things were spoken about you already knew but now it's like okay these are a lot more important than what I thought yeah exactly that mm. like I just <clears throat> didn't realize how big of a role they played yeah yeah, nice. Right? Well, I've always enjoyed the physical side of cricket and, like, life more. I've always preferred to go to the gym, and so being taught the mental side and having to learn about it was eye-opening, like, being able to see that different aspect of how we can live a better life and play better cricket, I think was really beneficial for me. And even the um, dietitian stuff with Ash, learning how to make easy snacks, like, in the kitchen, that are healthy for you mm. was also really good. Mm. What about, um, and this might be, you know, it might not necessarily be your strongest point of the holistic training, but what did you, what part of the training did you find most useful? Like I know for you, Riley, you said that you've always been into the physical. Did you maybe not find that as useful as others because you're already delved into that area where maybe diet and, and meditation is something that you haven't thought about? Well, I'd say the mental and diet stuff is newer. So that's the way I could relate to that, but I could also relate to the physical side, as in I was learning new things and learning how to make that better. Sure. So how to enhance my gym sessions and how to enhance the running and you know how to make my cricket better through the physical side. And then learning the mental and diet stuff, something new to me was also really good. Mm. Adding something new um, is always good for anything, adding something positive. Okay, what about you, Oscar? What did you find most useful? Well, I'm probably... <clears throat> pretty similar to Riley there but um, you know I'm just I was never big on the gym it was more running for me but yeah just and then the mental side kind of really helped me as well what's your favourite exercise to do in the gym now um bench press bench yeah. press <laughs> like a big boy yeah <laughs> oh that's classic what about you Riley it's a weird one but there's a rear delts machine at the gym oh, for yeah. some reason when I jump on that machine I feel awesome it gets a good pump rear delts how does that machine look do you sit him down like that oh uh, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. listeners can't see Riley but he's <laughs> <sort of> <laughs> throwing <laughs> his two arms back and behind his yeah. like tensing his back throwing it back behind him I think he's working the rear delts yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what he's working yeah, good job um, oh, this is a great question, and you can obviously answer us if it's true, but <laughs> <laughs> who's your favourite presenters on the Summit Series, or what did you most look forward to, you know, if it got to Tuesday and you're like, yes, we got Dino, or it got to Thursday and you're like, yep, we got Mitchie, what, who was your favourite presenter to listen to? 
<laughs> I, I feel like Mitchie kind of uh, got a bit deeper into it, mm. um, being the stuff that we didn't know as well. Yeah, yeah, Dino for sure. Um, I love everyone equally. But <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah. Well done, well done. <laughs> Dino's up there for me because um, I've always been like wanting to learn more about that side of cricket. Sure. So having access to someone with his sort of knowledge. For me, it was really beneficial, and I enjoyed it. What was it like, Riley? Obviously, yeah, you're a 15 year old, um, or just turned 16. Yeah. Um, you know, a kid that's that's really wanting to progress, you know, to the professional realm. To be able to jump on on a Tuesday night and directly talk to, you know, Dino, who's the Sydney Thunder strength and conditioning coach. What's what's that experience kind of like at your age to talk to a guy like that and get fed like pretty much perfect information around how you're going to go about your cricket? Oh, it's amazing because I, I would normally not have access to someone like that. And like you said, at my age and the level that I'm at at the moment, I shouldn't have access to him. Mm. But, you know, to have access for, to him and other coaches two times a week, mm. you know, it's it's crazy. Like, incredibly lucky and incredibly grateful to be able to see him and talk to him and learn new things from him. So, no, it's good. I might put you on the spot here so you can come back to it if you don't have anything. Is there something that... It might be Dino or Mitchie for you two that have said they're your favourites. Is there something in particular they've said that you've sort of stuck with you? So for me, it was when Mitchie was sort of talking about the idea of pressure and that's sort of when he unpacked that and stuck with me and I think about it all the time. Is there something that one of the presenters has mentioned that stuck with you boys? I think Jordy touched on it before with me when um, when I had that long conversation with Mitch on the um, Summit Series. Mm. It was just really... Yeah, it was helped me be extra self-aware. Yeah. Have you sort of taken that conversation into like a daily practice or have you run over that conversation in your head a couple of times since the moment? Oh, yeah, I've definitely run over it and it's just the way I play cricket this year. I'm going to look at pressure a whole different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, for me, it was that form, like how important your form is. So you can go as light as you want and as long as you've got the right form and, you know, you're busting out a lot of reps, like you get the same out of it if I get one really heavy rep with bad form like yeah yeah being safe at the gym because it is a very dangerous place so i never tend to go heavy i, I always try and rep out a weight that i feel comfortable with yeah awesome that's what dino mentioned that once one of the questions was i can't remember who asked it was like i'm getting really good at push-ups is there something that i can do harder and dino was like well you can still do push-ups we can just make them a lot harder and then he spoke about doing decline push-ups sort of narrow grip push-ups wide grip push-ups mm. and it was sort of something that stuck with me too it was like you don't have to do all the bells and whistles to make it harder sometimes you can make a small adjustment and it can make the world of difference yeah uh, boys you've spoken so much about the value of the summit series um but where where would you sort of take it next if you were us you know we're always looking to get feedback from you guys what would you like to see be a feature um, on the Summit Series, or maybe even a different format, a way it runs differently, what what do you think could be really beneficial? I think a weekly, the dietitian weekly is good because if you're not feeding yourself the right things, you're not going to, you know, be able to perform. Mm, absolutely. Oh, I'm the same. Um, seeing that dietitian more would have been good. And maybe, because I know we saw, we saw Dean quite a lot throughout the whole Summit Series, um, so maybe seeing you guys more for the tactical side of cricket, sure. Or even, I'm just trying to think of other things you can use. There's no one else really you can get. Like you've got the perfect 
um, set of coaches that yep. you can use. Um, Maybe just seeing different ones more regularly and yeah, and not as much. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, beautiful. Awesome. Good answer, boys. Where do you hope? We'll take it sort of away from the summit series for a bit. Where do you hope to see yourselves in five years? Whether that's mainly at cricket, but you can talk about other things as well. Oh, five years, you know. How old will you be in five years? Twenty. Twenty. Oh. Um, you know, it'd be pretty nice for playing PGs. Um, be have been in or are in a New South Wales system would be great, and hopefully playing first or second grade. Yeah, that's really good, mate. So I'll be 21, which is crazy, but <laughs> hopefully by then I've been in the 17s and 19s New South Wales system. That is my biggest goal at the moment. Yeah. And then hopefully through that, I can achieve some sort of rookie contract or play first grade and continue to push for that that um, even second 11 New South Wales spot. Yeah, awesome. My, my question on that would be, how are you going to achieve those things and, and what sort of role will, will my peak in the Summit Series have you guys achieving those goals just that continuous feed of information yeah that back like consistent learning mm. and then that consistent hit throughout the off season and taking all that information that we've learned and applying it to our training sessions all the time mm. what do you what do you think um, the word sort of like consistent means for you guys like you know you sort of said like consistently getting information or like consistently hitting balls during the week. Like, does that mean like, you know, you're going to be training like five days a week hitting balls or does that mean like you're just going to be doing like little things each day that's going to be progressing you towards your goal essentially? The way I train depends on what time of year it is. Like during the season, I'll mm. probably hit balls earlier during the week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, focus on a bit more skill at the end of the week and then go into the game. And off-season, I like to give myself a bit of a break from the cricket because, um, again, I don't want to burn out mentally. Mm. So I'll hit, have a hit maybe once a week, twice mm. a week, and that's when I focus on my gym and fitness and stuff like that. What about you, Oscar? What's your consistent training look like? Um, during the season, like I'll break it down into types of like on or off-season, um, but on in the season, it's just bowling, 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 bowling. Yep. Trying to get in that right spot. Is there like a set amount of balls you might give yourself to say like this is my target this week or are you just bowling until you feel comfortable? Yeah, bowling until I feel comfortable. Sure, sure, sure. How'd they come out the other day? Yeah, balls. not bad. Once It took me a bit to get into my rhythm but yeah. once I was there, yeah, not bad. I faced Oscar the other day. What did you think of the first six balls you bowled to me? Um, oh, he's batting left hand, and I didn't realise. I thought, oh, he can't, he can't be playing first grade. <laughs> he looked like the biggest goober, and I don't think Oscar was, had like enough common sense to say anything to anyone. He's just like, I'll just keep going with this, <laughs> and I'm all over him. I thought he had a couple of nice cut shots, man. But that's all right. I'll take the criticism on board. <laughs> I uh, want to ask one more question before we um, start to get some of, of your advice and your questions on board. Um, could you like it's actually a question we ask on the summit series um, come April like looking back what's been a really successful season for you um, I haven't really thought about this one but um, you know just being the best I can go maybe going up a grade mm. and if you know I've tried my hardest and I don't get results then it's not much I can do but mm. taking just X amount of wickets Taking, taking lots of wickets and bowling as best I can every game. Sure, sure. I 
feel like for me this year is um, looking back and looking at the season like I had fun. Mm. Mm. I sort of lost that over the past couple of years, maybe taking it too seriously. Yeah, sure. But I also want to be averaging 35 plus, um, hopefully score 100 at grade and green shield. That that might two big goals. Nice. Thirty five is a pretty healthy average. Yeah, I'd I'd probably take that as a sort of an all rounder in first grade if I was sort of around that mark. I think that's and that's probably real re, really realistic for you too. Like, what did you average last year? I think thirty one. Yeah. Nice. I think utilizing the smart goal technique, like you haven't tried to yeah say I'm going to average sixty this year and you know score five or six hundreds. You've set up a couple of really realistic goals that are well and truly in your reach. Yeah. Especially when you consider if you averaged thirty one last year, did you train anywhere near as hard last off season as you have this this off season? No, we didn't. Mm. No, that's really good. All right, I got a question for you, boys. Besides joining the Summit Series, which is a no-brainer, what's one piece of advice you would give to the listeners out there today? Um, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Oh, we said that yesterday. Yeah, that's a great one. We said that yesterday. That stems back exactly what you're talking about earlier. Yeah, which I, that's kind of what you know the series is about is preparing, right? Yeah, perfect. That's a good one. We might have to chuck that one up on our socials. Yeah, that might be our, on we'll our next. Oscar Mayer. What what um, what health sector is that coming under? Yeah, mental. Yeah, probably. Or yeah. emotional. Or emotional. I think it's mental and physical. Oh, and physical. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you've got to put an action to your yeah. preparation. Yeah. Jeez, Ross. That's a good one to follow up. On. <laughs> that is a good one. Well, I've got. I think I've got two. One's like, don't be afraid to fail. Sure. Mm. So don't be afraid when you're at training to make mistakes, mm. especially at training. Like I feel like sometimes I'm a bit of a perfectionist and harp on being perfect, but that's just not going to happen. Yeah. So not being afraid to be not be perfect would be mine. Yeah. yeah I'm I gonna. Think, I think that's very relatable to a lot of people. I think Brownie, do you want to unpack that? Because I think you can. I just. I, I'm just resonate. gonna hold Riley very accountable to that. <laughs> Being Riley's uh, coach, uh, he's definitely a perfectionist and definitely seeks perfection in the game where you're never going to be. So I'm glad I've got that on record because yeah. I'll be playing that back to Riley. <laughs> it is good though because, like Riley sort of touched on, it's from that attitude or that approach that you can do a lot of learning from. You can learn a lot about your game, but you can also learn a lot about who you are as a person, and that's mm. what Mitchie spoke about on the Summit Series. I know um, we told you boys to prep up with some questions for us. So, Oscar, who's going to start? Oscar Riley. I can start if you want. Yeah, sure, mate. Well, what is the future of my peak looking like? What's the next edition of Summit Series looking like? Off you go, Brando. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, mate. Yeah, great question. Uh, uh, Cam, myself, and Josh have been putting a lot of thought into the next Summit Series. I think the big thing for us is we got a lot of positive feedback um, from the first session, um, but the, the other sort of uh, bit of feedback we got was people might lack a little bit of time now that cricket's going to be pretty full on for a lot of athletes. So we've sort of had to slightly change the approach. Um, instead of two sessions during the week, we're going to have uh, just the one, um, but we're going to be sending out some micro content each week. So three or four videos sort of on each sector for you guys to unpack and watch in your own time and then take some actual action on that whether you're on the bus in the morning to school or, you know. In the car on yeah, the way to cricket. Yeah, in the bath, recovering, whatever whatever you want to be. You can you can watch those videos and you can watch them as many times as you like and um, and put to action those videos when you're ready. Um, but then we'll, of course, have the, have the live session where you guys can 
can write down your questions from that micro content and come on and start to unpack those a little bit deeper. Um, So there won't be as much pressure for you guys to to get there twice a week, which we know for athletes like you, you could be training three or four or five times a week plus games. Um, So we're trying to break it down and make it a little bit easier on you guys. Yeah, the other components, the face-to-face coaching. We're sitting down here at, where are we sitting? We're a Birrell Reserve. Yes, we are. You're correct. I thought you might have forgot, but you remembered. Good job, Brownie. And this is where we're going to hold, hopefully hold, our Campbelltown face-to-face sessions. We're down here watching a couple of battlers in the nets at the moment, having the times of their lives, but the face-to-face stuff kicks up on Monday week. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And we'll run our face-to-face sessions, which both of these boys will be a part of, and we're super excited for that to kick off yeah probably the other exciting components are you know we're going to be setting up um all the bells and whistles down here with some with some merchandise and gym equipment and um we're hoping that we can sort of partner with london cafe around a little uh, around a little nutrition station so we've we've planted the seed with that and we've got a meeting with dan the man hopefully soon around discussing a, a nutrition station for the boys and girls to to take a wrap or a or a you know a fruit cup or a double cup of ice, yeah. milk cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, on their way out, um, which is obviously another important sector of what we talk about is is the diet form of things and, and what we're consuming uh, pre and post session. So, yeah, we're, we're really hoping that that comes about as well. Um, my question. Because um, you guys are both at where me and Riley's goal is to be in five years. What's your guys' What do you guys think you'll be in five years? Oh, that's a great question. Where will we be in five years? We've written this down a couple of times, haven't we, Brownie? Yeah. Do you want to tell the story? (laughs) You tell it, because I can't tell it as well as you. Well, the funny story is we were heading up to AB's AB's Bucks up in Newcastle, and um, Cam was driving me, and we got about, I reckon, halfway into the drive after listening to Luke Combs on repeat. Um, and we said, "What are we thinking? Like, <laughs> what's the goals here? What are we gonna What are we gonna do with our life?" And for the next hour trip, we wrote out essentially our next stages of life all the way up into retirement. Really, um, quite in depth, quite luxurious quite life. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't hold back on anything. So, well, I'll start, and you can fill in the gaps. But the next five years, uh, Cam and I are both getting married next year, which will be really oh, exciting right. for us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, there'll be some goals around, around our business and where we move with things. Um, obviously, we want to take the Summit Series probably national first um, to, to other states. Um, hopefully, the face-to-face component national as well with maybe some, some um, franchises around. And then essentially international, having having guys all over the world on the Summit Series and it might look very different to how it is now, but but that's probably one of our, our main goals around the Summit Series. We've obviously got our Cam and George stuff happening as well. Uh, the podcast is a big part of that, and hopefully we can reach many people and um, many listeners uh, on the podcast and, and sort of bring people, like you said, Oscar, just into more awareness around the things that they need to do to make themselves more aligned with their goals and their purpose. Um Big Jugs, you got anything else? Yeah, the forgot one lofty component is the big challenge we're planning to do next. We just did a marathon for cystic fibrosis and we've got something in the pipeline. I'm trying to convince Brownie to start it now. He only wants to start it now because he wants to pop out a couple of kids. <laughs> He's not going to have any time. <laughs> well, it's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> you can't, you've got to do it now. So, 
but we'll put that in the pipeline and we'll inform everyone hopefully very shortly what it is and when it's going to happen yeah we're not going to say anything in case it never happens it's going to be very shortly by the way <laughs> all right um you got any other questions oh yeah i know with my peak you've all, you've always you know enjoyed your coaching but what what's the, been the motivation for cam and jordan oh, mm, that's oh, a really good question that is a good question um probably a couple of things first of all we both share passions for the same things basically if we had to write down our favourite sort of passions or hobbies, they probably line up to be the exact same things. Um, so that's one reason we sort of join forces. And the second thing is what we preach in My Peak, and that's giving access for young cricketers like yourselves to information or knowledge that we didn't get at the time. So mm. we're trying to take that a little bit outside of My Peak and hopefully drive a little bit of. Uh, direction of youngsters towards my peak but even for those we have a couple of followers on there that we engage with all the time that aren't in my peak mm. and hopefully they're sort of sharing in a really small portion of what my peak has to offer yeah I, I think from my point of view like there's people that we look at in the world who sort of drive us and motivate us and um being in the sort of industry we're in looking after um and and motivating and training guys like you we want to sort of be that suppose that inspiration or that motivation around lifestyle and things that you can achieve and um yeah we've sort of you know found ourselves in, a, in an industry we're pretty lucky to be in and um if we can sort of give some tips and tricks along the way on on how we've done some of the things that we've done and and help learn sort of collectively that's probably another huge part of, of what we're trying to do as well nice riley you got one more or yeah well you asked us to give advice what would your piece of advice be to drinkers our age mm. I'll, I'll go first. You go first. Yeah. I think for me, um, <laughs> around this age is where a lot of people drop off. Mm. Um, they find other interests and, and they sort of lose the passion and things like that. I certainly went through the, oh, I wish I could be doing that or, you know, I've got cricket so I can't do that or oh, maybe I don't love it as much as I always used to. But I, my, my advice would be if you truly still have that passion like Mitchie speaks about playing cricket in the backyard or you know you're under 10s or 11s club cricket and then you're green shoot if you still love cricket like you did then um, you'll always love it it'll just never sort of always be as prominent so my advice would be stay in the game as long as you can um, it's very hard to come back once you've sort of ha had a break I, I find I feel like if you break through that adolescent barrier um, it sort of becomes a little bit easier again where guys who did drop off then start to look at the guys that hang on and said oh you know I wish I kept playing cricket when I did when I, when I sort of quit so my goal would just to be to stay in as long as you can um, I think that's probably yeah one of the things I get feedback from the most around guys that sort of dropped off just wish I hung on um, around that sort of 16 17 18 year olds age mm, nice for any my advice, I love that passion sort of, love the game and what Mitchie talks about and what you talked about, Oz, about why I play the game from a place of loving, loving the game rather than servicing a selector or a coach or something. But one motto that I've sort of been thinking about a lot and we put it up on our socials actually and we wrote it up on our whiteboard last week was the real work is done when there is no result yet to see. That's something that I'm living by at the moment and especially for my cricket and our sort of Penrith Cricket Club setup, we're sort of at a phase at the moment where we're probably not going to see the success 
of the group of players we have at the moment for a little bit down the path, but you're not going to do the work in three years' time and expect to win the Premiership that year. Sort of the work starts now, and that's what we're grinding at, and that's sort of something that you can relate to anything, whether it's a youngster, if your dreams to play cricket for Australia, the work starts now, and you've got to mm. put that work in, and you're not going to see results straight away. You might have an ordinary season, but you're knowing that you've learned a lot from that season, and you're going to take that on board into next season, and then that path continues and takes you closer to that big lofty goal that you set. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, that's paramount in pretty much everything we do. It's like the meditation. Mitchy says you're not going to see results until six weeks down the track. So, you know, same in the gym. I think we said in our recent reel that you're not going to see much physical change until six weeks down the track too. So, obviously, playing for Australia and winning premierships are going to take a lot longer than six weeks. But, yeah, it's certainly about doing that work and, and knowing you might not get any feedback for a while. Even adding on to what Cam said, like hard work beats talent any day of the week. Mm, absolutely. So it's so true. It's such a you hear that line thrown out all the time. But we were speaking about this the other day, Brownie, about you, Oscar, and <laughs> and how you can your passion for the game can in turn mean you work harder. Mm. And you turn 17, 18, 19, and then like Brownie said, you see those guys that do put the work in because they love the game turn out to be very good cricketers. Mm. And you turn out looking at blokes that you grew up playing cricket with and you see them down at the park kicking a footy around or something that don't even play cricket anymore because the real work does sort of outweigh the, the talent as you get a little bit older. You get away with it when you're younger, but as you get older, the real work stands up. Absolutely. Well, um, boys, like you probably listened to some of our episodes before, uh, we always finish with some gratefuls, just like we do on the Cam and Jord page. Each morning we sort of... Um, stem this from a little bit of what Mitchie spoke about of about always trying to find appreciation in the day um, so we'll run through three gratefuls um, for each of us now so I'll start um, my grateful this morning is some sunny weather <laughs> we had had a bit of a wet weather this week and sure. being able to coach today and, and roll through um, you know a number of sessions today will be really good <laughs> like we said we've got weddings to save up for <laughs> and pay for so really grateful that the sun's shining today uh, two will be the opportunity to interview, interview you two lads, like you guys are obviously good mates and um, you know having the opportunity to sit down and get an insight on how the listeners found the Summit Series, but also me personally being your coaches, getting a little bit more of an understanding of who you are as people. Um, really grateful for that. Um, and also my third one will be getting a start date on the cricket season. Uh, we've been waiting in anticipation with COVID and things like that but really grateful to be back out on the park again when we get back to the rawness of it, doing something we love. So, yeah, really excited for the cricket season. Yeah, that's my first one for sure, cricket season. Second one is the rain. So it meant that we were stuck in the indoor centre all week for cricket training being, of course, it was going to rain post-lockdown. We've been shut down in sunshine <laughs> for three months, four months actually. It was 106 days I found out last night. Was it? Lockdown. That's incredible. And first week out, it we get rain every day, but we just sort of, you probably saw on the socials, put a veggie garden in and I re did up my garden. Um, the lawn needed a bit of work, so the rain's been wonderful for that. And my third one is actually sort of back to cricket is the blokes around our cricket club at the moment, like we just touched on. We're sort of hopefully building to something big down the track, but seeing blokes even though it was raining, we had blokes out there running around, fielding, fitness, doing all sorts of stuff. I 
you wouldn't also probably haven't seen at the club in a long time so very grateful for the bloke's attitude heading into the cricket season this year oh for me the first one probably family i had some family come over yesterday that i haven't seen in a long time mm. um the second one would be you know trials this week oh i really enjoyed it it was great place to be, be and I'm not even in the team yet mm. um, and third one would be the blokes around me right now oh, you're a good a man um, mine would definitely be pre-season training starting again um, the shake my beautiful mother made for me this morning oh, oh. like that it? it looks delicious I'm sure to finish it off but very Separating. good your beautiful mother what are the ingredients oh, I couldn't name them all <laughs> Ice, banana frozen berries protein Look at that protein. Yeah. Um, <laughs> loves the protein. <laughs> and um, Jim's revenue. That made me very happy. Beautiful. Anything else, big jugs, before we, we sign off with the lads? Nah, just thanks to the two lads sitting across from us now for giving up their time. We're down here early on a Sunday morning. At, where are we again? <laughs> Birawa. Yes, he hasn't <laughs> forgotten. Good job, Brandog. And uh, yeah, thanks, boys, for giving up your time and coming down to put this together and hopefully the listeners will appreciate it out there. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. Have a